Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. Boy, that's really ominous sounding music, isn't it, folks? Just so that you'll know, I'm Dennis, because Robin could be a guy's name as well, but I'm Dennis, and the other voice that you're going to hear momentarily is Robin. You'll hear her voice a lot, believe Hello. me. Hello. Yes, you will. There she is. And we're talking about manipulation. Isn't that going to be fun? Well, not for you, that's for sure. You're being the one who's being manipulated. Anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today. And uh, in these podcasts, we are so delighted to have you here because we are here to help you. And this is going to be such an incredibly valuable period of time that you spend with us. Robin and I, as you heard, Robin and I are communication coaches and experts. We've been doing this for a long, long time. And we've had to deal with manipulators and manipulation in many, many different situations around the globe. And we're going to be sharing with you not only some of those experiences, but more importantly, how to deal with them, how not to be caught, how not to become a target of a manipulator. So there's a difference between our podcast and perhaps some others that you've heard, and we'll be talking about it as we go along. And, and those uh, other podcasts, by the way, are phenomenal. In fact, if you think about every form of media entertainment, almost always has a manipulator at its plot in the, in the plot. They make life really interesting. However, yeah. we're, we're much more practical, much more hands-on, and we want you to be able to identify the manipulation when it's taking place know what to do about it and prepare for the outcome that was likely to happen as well. Yeah, that's exactly right, Robin. And we're really delighted to be able to give you very specific things to say and do while you are being manipulated. So we'll get into all of that. Believe me, we have a lot to talk about over the course of the time we'll spend together. So we're delighted that you're here. Thank you very much for coming. And we know this is going to be helpful to you. And you can reach out to us at any time. We'll be giving you information a little bit further along as we go along, because we want to hear from you. And as we go along in some of the future episodes, you will be hearing from folks who have politely guaranteed to share their stories with us. And Robin has some stories that she's going to share from the clients that she's worked with as well. So there's a lot that's going to be happening. And, and actually, in future episodes, you'll be hearing something that we will refer to as the R&D media moment. Robin and Dennis are going to take an opportunity to talk about some of the manipulation that's taking place in the media. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in this show, as well as what's going to happen in future shows. So, Robin? Well, this is our very first episode. We're very excited about it. And it's going to lay some foundations for uh, the rest of our seasons. Today, we're going to talk about what is manipulation? How do we define it? Why do manipulators manipulate? And, well, it's... It's nasty. It's nasty. It's unpleasant. They, it's hurtful. I would say if you just close your eyes right now and think about any pain point in your life, inevitably, it has to do with manipulation. I've conducted this survey myself with our clients, with relatives, with friends. Inevitably, they cause 95% of the pain and suffering in the world. So no, it's no. really important to get a handle on this. And guess what? 
unless they're communicating with you, they can't manipulate you. So we're going to be focused on where the birth of this control and manipulation takes place. So Robin, let's, let's begin by giving people some definitions of things that we're talking about, words that we're going to be using a lot, that you'll hear us use a lot. And we really want you to know what we mean by that particular word when we use it, because some of them sound alike. You may even think that they mean the same things, but believe me, manipulator makes fine distinctions. And when you are able to make those fine distinctions as well, you will be more able to protect yourself. That's what we want to help you do. Protect yourself as it's happening to you. Not afterwards, when you can think about it, while it's happening. That's what we want to do. It's quite insidious, right, Dennis? Quite insidious, quite nuanced. And so it, it requires some skills and training for you to be able to get this get the ability to see it when it's happening. But yes, let's, yeah, let's get to it. Let's, let's, what let's is start. it? Robin, let's start with this definition of manipulation and manipulator. Now, I think you may have heard in the introduction, Robin and I have just published a book called Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. We can talk about the book later if you like, but that's not really why we're here. But let's take from the book the definitions that we have for manipulator and manipulation. Robin, would you read that? So a manipulator is someone who used tactics for self-gain at another's expense. They use tactics. They use communication tactics. Communication tactics. For self-gain at another's expense. For self-gain. You got that? For self-gain. Go ahead. At another's expense. At another's expense. Okay. They use communication tactics. And believe me, they don't care who you are or how nasty it seems. They'll use it. And what's it for? For controlling you and for their gain. And we'll come back to those definitions and those words time and time well, again. Let's, let's go through the terms, Dennis, because we go talked ahead. about this and, and the terms are important, right? So when we say self-gain, we don't know what they're, a lot of times it can look like self-sacrifice. It can look like yeah. generosity on their part. Oh, it can look yeah. like, right? But because you don't know what, you don't know what the hidden agenda is. It's hidden. It's, it's hidden, hidden for a reason. Right. So it's right. not so easy. We made this definition because we mm-hmm. want to define it as separate from persuasion. We want to give you the difference. We'll talk about that in a second. But, this but it may not look thing. like self-gain. It's not overt. That's why it's so insidious. That's why it's so common. And that's why it's so damaging and toxic. There so, you go. That self-gain idea you may not know. I mean, it's easy for us to say, well, you're going to gain it. You may not know. You may well, even think that they're yes. losing something by doing something with you for you. Don't be fooled. Well, and at another adult's expense, on the surface, it could look like your mm-hmm. gain, your benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's packaged yeah. in something that looks good yeah. and yeah. sounds good and feels good. So that's manipulation. Now let's talk about manipulation versus persuasion, Dennis, so we can make that distinction for people. It's interesting because some people, they sound alike. I mean, it seems as though they're alike, that they're similar. They're really not. Because there's two ways that they're different. different. They're very different. And yes, two ways. Number one, go ahead, Robin. What's the first way they're different? The first way is intention. Intention. In- intention means that when the manipulator does whatever he or she does, their intention is very clear. They want to gain something for themselves. 
with the intent of getting you to do what they want. They don't care how they do it. If you do it, you get, they gain. And they don't care how it hurts you. Their intention is control. Their intention is control. Like control right. for the sake of control. And, and we're going to talk about that in a second, that control issue. Okay, so yeah. one, in, one difference between uh, uh, manipulation and persuasion is intent. Now, in persuasion, you have, actually, you have an option. Manipulation, you're going to have relatively no options, or you'll think you have an option when you really don't, because they'll fool you. But in persuasion, you really do have an option. So, for example, if you went into a store to buy a, a, a washing machine, okay, you go in and you go to look at the machine, the guy comes over and he's telling you it's this, it's that, and the other thing. And, you know, he's giving you facts and information. And maybe, in fact, he's trying to manipulate your thinking. Yeah, I get that. That's, that's true. A lot of that happens in, in selling. But the difference with persuasion is that you can always say, nope, thanks, bye-bye. You can walk away. You can walk away. By the way, you can always do that. But, but, yeah. but oftentimes with manipulation, you will be made to feel as though you cannot get away. That's Although, Dennis, we just talked about this, right? Sometimes they make you think you're getting out, but you're not getting out. So that's the key. What's really happening? So somebody might say, the manipulator might say, you're upset about something. And you tell them, I just don't want to go. I don't want to go. And they say, okay, I understand. Yeah, you don't want to go. So I get it. You don't want to go. And they seem to agree with you. So you get the feeling that you can opt out. They give you that feeling. But then somehow things keep moving forward. You hear overhear them on the phone confirming the plans. You hear them canceling something that you had planned. You tell them, then they give you this big sob story or they give you this high pressure thing. And they so they move forward with the plan anyway. So that's what a manipulator does versus somebody who's just being persuasive. They have no intention of letting you opt out, okay. whatever it is. All right. <laughs> let me talk about control, Robin. Let me explain that because there's a difference oh, between yes, the this word. Is important. This is really important because it, it applies to you every single time. The difference between control and controlling. Control person is someone who functions best, most productive, most helpful, most useful in a relationship. When they feel like they are in control of making the plans and seeing that the things are there on time and that people have gotten messaged okay and we're all ready to go, they like they function best when they feel like they've made the plans and they're in control of what's going to happen. And boy, if we're late, this will happen. That's a control person. That's a person who is in control. Can I just add to that that I think I, across the board, almost everyone wants to feel like they're in control of something. Like I'm in control of my emotions. You know, I'm not, I, I don't lose control in a situation. So, I mean, generally speaking, people like to feel like they have control over certain things, control over, you know, paying their bills on time, control over driving a car they can depend on. So there's, it's, it's not a bad thing. Anyway, oh, not a ahead. bad thing. At, not a bad thing at all. It's no, a necessary being- thing. To being a control person, and you're right, sometimes it's necessary to have somebody in control of what the heck's going on. So control itself is not a bad thing. Now, hold on. Let's put that other word out here. Controlling. A controlling person is a person who might well be a control person, but who adds to that the element of wanting to control you, wanting to, to control the people in the event. 
They, they want to be in control of not just the things and stuff and the delivery people and blah, blah, blah. No, they want to control the behavior, the thinking, the attitudes, the emotions of Everything. the people involved. That's being controlling, different than control. Now, you'll hear us as we go along in all of these episodes. And in the book, we use the word control and so forth. Let's not mix it up. Sometimes we will use this. We'll say to you, we want to put you in control of. Okay, or sometimes we'll, we'll say control talking to the manipulator. When we're talking about a manipulator, we're talking about controlling. When we're talking about you and the techniques that you can use, we're talking about putting you in control. It's so really di- important for you to know that they don't know how not to do this. This is a mindset. They're wired this way. And when I say they, Dennis, we should speak to the fact that we're using the word manipulator on purpose, right? We have your narcissists, your psychopaths, your sociopaths, yeah. your borderline personalities. Yeah, we've read all those books yeah. and all of that. We decided it doesn't really matter what the diagnosis is. <laughs> At the mm-hmm. end of the day, they all go in one big bucket called manipulator mm-hmm. and they cause pain and suffering through communication tactics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that that's why we're using the word manipulator. All of that is that research is out there. There's tons of books on that. They're very fascinating, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's relevant. What's relevant is I have somebody who's being manipulative, whatever their backstory is, it doesn't matter whether it's from nature or nurture. It doesn't matter. They're still a manipulator. They're still causing me pain and suffering and they're doing it through communication. So and for, for R&D, Robin and Dennis, what we're concerned about is making sure that you have some way to defend yourself when you are being manipulated in the present tense. Well, so the goal- to, as, as we go through all of this whole series of podcasts, you'll see, and in the book, if you've got a copy of the book, we have ident- identified the 24 most popular, most common manipulative tactics that are used. Now, there's a lot to probably more than that, but we've identified the 24 most popular, most common, many of which you have may, may have already experienced. What we're going to do is focus on what can you do when that particular thing, tactic 17 or tactic number one, whatever it is, what do you do when that happens? We'll talk about it. We'll describe it. We're going to demonstrate what to do. We'll tell you what to say, how to say it. Believe me, we're going to get into a lot of detail to help you protect yourself from being controlled by a controlling person. Yeah. And the process of you arming yourself with these techniques and being able to identify these tactics while they're happening, think of it like an inoculation. It almost makes you bulletproof. And what I mean is you won't become a target because when you get good at it, and hopefully everyone will get good at it, is that you can nip it in the bud before it even grows before it expands, before it invades your life. You'll see it coming. You'll recognize yeah. it within the first couple of words or behaviors. You'll see it and you will have a defensive technique to use right there at the moment. That's the difference between what we've done in the book and in this podcast. We're going to give you something to use immediately while it's happening to you. Okay, now I want to introduce a new word, Robin, if you don't mind. I want to ask you to talk about this because once you do, these things that we're talking about, use these techniques, you'll find out tremendously powerful, how powerful they are and how good you feel when you do it. You may well experience, Robin, get ready, backlash. 
What's that all about, Robin? Oh, backlash is the manipulator who really doesn't like that you're on to them. (laughs) They really don't like it. And so it wouldn't be enough for us to arm you with the ability to identify it, the ability to know what to do when it's happening without also preparing you for the inevitable backlash, which we're not going to go into now. But backlash is a sign of success mm-hmm. with a manipulator. Mm-hmm. And it, it means you're lots, succeeding. Lots of different forms, but that's right. You're succeeding when it happens. So we're going to, we'll go into that as well when we talk about it. And you listen, we're probably saying things to you that you already know that you've already experienced. You could probably tell us a lot about how it works because you've been there. You've been a, we don't like to use the word victim, by the way, you won't hear us use that word. Mm-hmm. You've target. been a target target. Why, why do we use the different, what do we do difference we make there, Robin? Explain that. Would you please victim and target? Oh my gosh. Because that whole victim mindset is just something the manipulator loves. It's, it's more fodder, more power for them. It's exactly how they want you to think and exactly how they want you to feel because they we want don't. to control all of your feelings and all of your emotions. We don't want you to feel that way. We are going to help you prevent yourself from feeling like a victim Okay, right. you're a target. Got it. We're all targets. Robin we're all, and I are we're targets all potential we targets. Yeah, all of us. All Absolutely. Of us. But you're Absolutely. not going to be a victim. And we don't want you to think about yourself as a victim. And if you're thinking that way, let us know because we'll help you with that. That is, as, as Robin said, a mindset which sets you up for failure. We don't want you to think that way. So you'll never hear us talk about it. Talk to you about being a victim. Now, if you call us and we talk with you and you say victim, we'll understand what you mean. But we really want you to see yourself as not a victim, a target, yes, but there's defense against that kind of a thing. So you'll never hear us use the word victim. The important takeaway for this episode is for you to understand the manipulator's mindset. It's very different. If you engage with them as a normal human being, where there's protocols and expectations and normal ways of behaving, none of that works as a manipulator. Their mindset is control for the sake of control. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for somebody who's not like that to to really get because it's like, well, why? Really, they can get a cheap thrill out of just making somebody cry for no reason or that that's exciting to them because it makes them feel alive. It's how they feel alive. It's oxygen for them. It's a very different way of moving about the world. So that's the most important thing for you to realize today. You're dealing with a, another species. Not really. They're still humans, but they think and move about the world very differently than, and they're probably, what'd you say, Dennis, about, I think there's studies out there about 7%, 8% of the population. Oh, so they're, least, they're everywhere. Who are dedicated manipulators, at least. Dedicated. That's and, what they do. And a lot yeah. of people manipulate. Listen, you may be a manipulator in some cases. We're all capable of it. The difference is, as we said before, the intent. And manipulators do it with a very nefarious intent. They want to control you. They don't care how you feel about it. So we'll talk about how other people may manipulate. Maybe you manipulate. And we'll talk about that in future episodes as well. But I like what you said, Robin, about it's being oxygen for them. When they're winning something, when they're making you feel bad, no matter how it is, how minor, it's oxygen. They like that. They feed on that. So we're going to be talking about how you can prevent that as we go along. And they don't know how to relate any other way. No. So in your efforts to redeem them, to cure them, to help them, think of yourself in quicksand 
and just starting to flail in quicksand. What happens mm-hmm. when you do that? Mm-hmm. You go deeper, faster. And that's exactly what's going to happen to you if you try to help the manipulator, you know, feel bad for them and help it. It's, it's just more fodder for them to get uh, more control over you. So what are we going to talk about in episode two? And Dennis, we, so we're moving along, wrap up. Oh, and that media moment. So that media moment, we'll start doing, we're going to pluck some things out of podcasts or limited series or TV shows or movies, Mm -hmm. and just talk a bit about what's happening there. Because as I said, they do provide all the excitement in the world. And then next time we're going to talk about what makes you a target? You're absolutely right. What makes you a target? How come they picked on you? Why you? Well, that's our focus for next time, because we're going to talk about how you may have contributed to that and how you can overcome that and certainly how you can prevent it from ever happening to you again. So that's the focus for, for next week and other things. We'll talk about some other things and perhaps you will be able to contribute some things yourself to us as we go along. Now, the media moment that we've talked about before That's going to start in the next episode. We'll talk about that, what it is and how it works. And it's going to be a moment, literally. It's going to be R&D talking about something for, you know, a minute, a minute and a half. Most of all, we want to talk about you. We want to give you help. But we're going to use the media moment as an example in a minute or two at the most, at the most, to give you an example of where it exists all around you. So we want you to be with us for that as well. Just check out our show notes for information on how you can connect with us. And we're super excited about doing this and helping as many people as we can. Yeah, absolutely. And so be with us for every episode. We'll let you know ahead of time, starting next week, what's going to be happening in the next episode. Again, we already told you what next episode is going to be like. We'll tell you that each time so you'll know when to be with us. And if you want to talk about the book and get a copy of the book, we'll tell you about that too. We're not here to sell books necessarily, but to help you, but it may help you to have the book to go along with some of the things we're talking about. We'll talk about that as well. So until next time then, I'm Dennis. She's Robin. Thanks for being with us. Bye for now. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time is available on Amazon and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time. Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time. Mm -hmm.